0: my name is bob mcdonald i have over five years experience in radio broadcasting now i'm taking those skills and i'm transferring them over to the world of podcasting i want to focus on the interesting and creative people that make my city tick this is granite jam hello and welcome to the first ever episode of the podcast granite jam the podcast does exactly what it says on the jar I'm aiming to bring you a podcast that focuses on interesting and creative people in and around Aberdeen. The opening ident essentially explains what the program does, underneath which you'll have heard the music of My Heart, Your Thunder, that track was called Press Start, and if you want to hear more of their work, head over to their Bandcamp, it's linked underneath every show that I'll be putting out on the SoundCloud page. The first episode of this podcast focuses on tyler booth he is quite a character he is the frontman of the band bad sex they're a local based band and you'll find out a lot more about them throughout the course of this show for now here is a 30 second extract from a track that they haven't released yet so this is a bit of an exclusive this is bad sex and this is blackout
1: tender hooks I...
0: Now, I'd like to welcome to the very first episode of the Granite Jam podcast, Mr. Tyler Booth. Hello, Robert. How are you, sir? I'm very well, thank you. Now, you are a member of
1: the band Bad Sex. How long Mm -hmm. have you guys been going? Um, Probably about two years now. Uh, We've only really been gigging for probably not even a year out of that, I don't think. We kind of sat around for a while and didn't really do anything, but yeah, we've been gigging a lot more now, so it's good to be finally in a band that's actually doing stuff what's the origin of the band where did you guys come from where did you meet i remember i'd I'd played a show with max before and he was in a different band and we we, it was just like a, a hello and then that was it we never saw each other again until my friend ollie moved in underneath him in the flat in like second year so i met max again and i said oh i think you're the guy that played a gig i was at and then we kind of became friends through that and then he was no longer in a band and neither was i so he wanted to start something i wanted to start something so just me and him started like a little three-piece band that was completely different to what bad sex is now but yeah that was kind of the beginning of the start i suppose and we will have heard a small sampling of what bad
0: sex sounds like before the interview um what was the name of that track and
1: what sort of music would you say that bad sex is the name of that track was blackout and that's we're gonna we're Are planning on releasing that very soon. Um, I don't know the exact date yet. Um, It'll be around early November um, to do with a gig we're playing with The Ruckus in Aberdeen. Um, We've actually found it really hard to define our genre so much now but at the start it was constantly changing like it was more like kind of classic rock to begin with and now it's kind of changed into I don't know we just call it heavy rock because we don't really know what we're talking about but... Yeah, that's what we keep it as. We must ask, what is the
0: origin of the name? Where did Bad Sex come from?
1: Well, when me and Max were in that three-piece that I just uh, mentioned, um, we were under a different name and Bad Sex was becoming Bad Sex. We were trying to come up with a name that suited the band. And we came up, we went through like a whole load of names, um, but none of them just kind of, we didn't really stick with any of them. And then Max one time said to me, what's a band name that you've always wanted to use, but nobody has ever let you use it so obviously i said bad sex you know i'd always wanted to use that name for a band because i kind of because i thought it was funny to be honest but uh yeah everybody who i ever mentioned it to hated it and they always said well i don't want to be associated with you know people thinking of bad sex so but max liked it so then we we managed to force everyone else to like it too so now yeah we're, we're stuck with it now what is the setup of the band. You've got a five-piece. What does everyone play? Well, Max and Sean both play guitar. They kind of share, like, kind of lead guitar. They both solo in the songs. I just kind of strum some chords as I'm singing, so I I play a little bit of guitar, but it's more like just to beef out the choruses. Um, Ollie plays bass, and Pav is the drum slammer. For those who are interested, technically, what is the make and model of your guitar? It is an American Fender Stratocaster, and... I probably would play something else now just because the music we play is is really heavy, so I would prefer something that's kind of made for heavier music, but I can't afford such luxuries so i I've, I've only got the the one good guitar that I use. What's it like performing for you guys in Aberdeen? Well, it's always good fun performing, um it's obviously the thing that you want to do most kind of recording and, and performing is kind of the best because you want to obviously you want people to hear what you've been working on so long and what you haven't been seeing your friends you know you've just been hiding away in a little practice room writing songs and um, so it's really good to let people hear it especially when you know if you get good feedback that makes it always always better but um yeah playing in Aberdeen's good we, we've played a few venues in Aberdeen now um Drummond's Krakatoa you know just kind of the, the usual ones at the minute we haven't touched the lemon tree yet but we would like to play there if we get the chance.
0: What do you think the local crowd is like? Do you think they're eager to hear local music, or do you think they are there for whatever they're there for?
1: I think a lot of people are just there to get drunk, but when they when there is music there, it helps people have a bit more of a good time. It also, usually helps the bars too because they'll get more drunk if they like what they hear, so they'll stick around. But people are usually really nice, and they they you know, no one like heckles you in Aberdeen anyway, as far as I've seen. So yeah, people are usually nice enough to stay around and and hear what your stuff is like, so that's nice too.
0: Are there any venues that you haven't quite played yet, other than, like, the Lemon Tree, which you mentioned, that you would like to go and play at, that you're kind of looking into at the moment?
1: I don't know, actually. Because there's, in Aberdeen now, there's not a lot of, of, kind of, music venues left, especially after since Downstairs closed. I don't know. Obviously, we haven't played everywhere, because, like, lots of bars put on shows and stuff like that, but... um yeah, I don't know. I can't think of right now. I can't think of anywhere else. Well,
0: you're just hot off the heels. You've just come back from Edinburgh. You were performing ah, at the Banshee
1: Labyrinth. What right. was that for you guys? That was a lot of good fun. Um, it was really good to get away from Aberdeen just for a little bit, uh, just to record in a different city because we've never done that before um, as a band. And I'd never done that before at all. So that it was really good fun. Um, I was just disappointed I couldn't drink at the at the bar because I had to drive back the same night. But yeah, it was a really cool bar. Um and the crowd there was really nice, and it was pretty packed out as well, which was good. How did it compare for you guys from playing, you know,
0: gigs in the bars here to playing a bigger gig in Edinburgh?
1: Well, I actually find it easier playing to a room of total strangers. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, just because you know, if they think you're shit, it's not as bad as your friends thinking you're shit and not and not saying anything. That's just it gets kind of embarrassing. Um But yeah, because I'm. Always was out and around the bars in Aberdeen. I usually know people in the bars. And like, obviously my friends are nice enough, like you. Yeah, nice enough to, <laughs> to come on down and, and see us play. But it, it was really nice to play just to complete strangers. And we got a really good reaction, which which made it all the better. And local bands, are there anyone that you kind of look
0: at and you go, wow, what they're doing is really cool. Like, I'd love to be part of that or work
1: with them or support them. Um. When we played in Exodus recently, uh, one of the bands there, Run to Vega, uh, they were really cool, and uh, hopefully they'll they'll be nice enough to let us do some gigs with them in the future because um, they were a lot of fun. And and then that gig actually, my guitar string broke really early on, and because I'm left-handed, I couldn't like borrow anyone else's guitar. And then Max's guitar strings broke towards the end as well, so we were like, well, we can continue and finish the the gig, or we can just stop. And then. Uh, one of the guys from Run to Vega was nice enough to lend Max his guitar so he could finish. So yeah, they're a really nice bunch of guys as well. And uh, we're hoping to do stuff with them. And the, of course, The Ruckus too. You know, They were nice and approached us to do the, the 9th of November gig in Krakatoa. So that'll be a lot of fun. And you've got a couple of gigs upcoming at the
0: moment. You'll have The Liquid Room stand in Edinburgh on October 5th. Yeah,
1: not long now. It's a battle of the bands, but it's a battle of the bands for charity? Yes, it's for Social Bite, I believe as the name of the charity. Um It's £7 a ticket and free pizza, so if anybody wants, you can just message us on Facebook, uh, Bad Sex UK. Make sure you include the UK, because you'll get in trouble if you don't. Yeah, it should be a lot of fun. There's eight bands playing, so it's pretty good value for money. It's less than a pound per band, so that'll be good fun. I've made sure to put that on the posters as well. I imagine. <laughs> <laughs> well...
0: I don't think they have it. Well, no, yeah,
1: they have. Yeah.
0: So we've spoken about the local scene. We've spoken about gigging. Let's talk about your own musical influences.
1: What would you say is your musical background? What's your musical taste? Um, Well, when I was really young, I started with Elvis Presley, as a lot of people do. Then all of a sudden, I think I just, when I was younger, I, I think I got like a £10 note for Christmas or something. And I just bought an ACDC CD. And I'd actually never heard them, but I knew. The, they were cool you know uh from like some of the older people in school they listened to that and I was like well I want to be cool in school so yeah I bought an ACDC CD and then I just loved it and then I ended up buying like all of their CDs and that's kind of all I wanted so for that like for ages I just listened to them and obviously that's very um you know classic rock kind of st- well classic rock and roll kind of stuff I guess and then as I got older I moved more into kind of you know Soundgarden and. Audio Slave, kind of Chris Cornell. And I think that's one of the big influences of the band right now is probably Audio Slave. And yeah, you but know, I like a whole load of stuff, you know, blues. Um, I even like some pop if it's good. Mm. If it's good pop. Um, so yeah. And how did you start playing instruments? What was your first. I think it was actually from listening to Elvis when I was a kid. I wanted to play guitar because he played guitar and he didn't really play guitar. I mean, he just strummed some chords, but that's what got me into doing it. And. I, but I always wanted to just do electric guitar, kind of straight off the bat, because I looked a lot more fun, but my parents, they were they were very old school in that I had to learn classical guitar first, which was pretty boring at times. Do you think you
0: gained from having learned that first, or do you think that was just a case of, this is necessary for me to be able to get up to the big leagues?
1: Yeah, it was more necessary, I suppose, yeah, because yeah. I, I, electric guitar is what I wanted to do, and... Like, I kind of understand why they wanted me to learn classical first, but I think if I, if I just got electric straight away, I probably would have practiced a lot more.
0: So you guys went down to Edinburgh to record the tracks. We've heard a wee snippet of one of them. Mm-hmm. Well, what brought you guys down to Edinburgh instead of staying up here and recording the local facilities?
1: Um, well, we'd heard from a lot of bands, and I'd heard from a lot of friends who play in bands as well, that um, Mark Morrow was kind of the guy to go to. And... You know, he's he's recording with a lot of, you know, proper touring bands right now, I guess, and he's just highly recommended. Um, it was it was more expensive than anywhere in Aberdeen, but um we think it was definitely worth the money and it was a lot of fun going down to Edinburgh as a band and kinda just, you know, renting an Airbnb and chilling in the studio with some beers and that. It was good fun to be away from Aberdeen for once.
0: For rehearsals and practicing,
1: mm-hmm. where do you guys go? We rehearse at Captain Tom's, um, Usually, once a week, it's every Monday if we can, obviously, sometimes with people working in bars and stuff like that, work can get in the way, but usually, yeah, every Monday at some point and what's that environment like for you guys? Is it
0: more productive in the studio, or do you find that your ideas come outside of the studio
1: and you bring them in for like writing songs and that or mm-hmm. um usually, I mean it's usually been Max would come up with a riff you know in either in his bedroom or something, and then he'll just send a little audio clip of that. To like our group chat uh, on WhatsApp or whatever. And then yeah, if we all if we all really like it, then we usually just jam it out of practice and see if we can write a song from it. And what's a lot of fun is we usually we can usually write like songs pretty quickly when we have a riff to start with. So yeah, they they basically they all start with max really, pretty much. And there's bits and
0: pieces of demo material out and about. Which some people may have heard, mm-hmm. I've realized that you're not playing anymore,
1: yeah, um, yeah, that, we we kinda when we were playing those songs originally, we kind of just recorded them at Captain Tom's, we just wanted something to listen to, um that was kind of our own stuff, and we wanted to just see what people would think about it, and a lot of people did like it, but yeah, we've kind of moved away from that, um. Kind of music. I think the only one we've kept from that is a song called "Soap," which again we recorded we re-recorded down in Edinburgh, so we will be releasing that at some point. Um, but yeah, the the rest of them, yeah, we we don't really play anymore. Uh, they kind of slowly fizzled out as we record, but as we wrote songs that we thought were better and suited us a bit more.
0: Are there plans in place to be getting music out at the moment, or is it you're going to keep them in the back
1: catalogue until you feel comfortable getting them out? <sighs> out? Yeah, I think we're we're going to sit in them for a wee while yeah. um we're going to start releasing singles though as of november and then i'm actually i think we're kind of undecided of how regularly we're going to do that but um, we're hoping to just kind of keep going down to edinburgh and keep recording and so we can just sort of have a steady stream of of tunes coming out
0: you mentioned that you've got you've got a reasonably good relationship with captain tom and that he's got you a couple of gigs and yeah you know, you guys rehearsing in his studios. What what is that like being part of the local scene? He's definitely, if you're in the local scene, you know who he is. Yeah. Do you feel like having that relationship with him is helping you guys? Is it giving you more exposure?
1: Well, yeah, I I guess so. You know, he's definitely been really helpful in getting his gigs and uh, he's been nice enough to offer us a a fair few gigs as well. Um, You know, he offered us like the Battle of the Bands for Full Metal Haggis Festival and all. Although we didn't win, there was a lot of people there who, we're just well we met a lot of good bands and there was a lot of people there who were really nice to us and said they liked our stuff and gave us a like on facebook so you know that uh social presence is good too um but yeah Tom's just been really good in you know getting us gigs and kind of don't know, he's just good crack as well you know it's just good to have her in the the rehearsal rooms and that so
0: what was the first gig and i want to know this about you personally not the band that you right. ever played in Aberdeen
1: oh let me think uh, I have to think a while back now. Actually, I don't know if I, I played gigs out in bankery, 'cause because that's where I was from and we, we were kind of just, if you were in a band, people would be like, oh, you're in a band, we need a band to play this thing, no matter how good or crap you were. Because um, everyone's in a crap band when they when they start out. Everyone's first band's crap, usually, apart from maybe the Sex Pistols. But, um yeah, so I, I played out in Banbury, but I as I was Aberdeen, I actually don't think I played. I, no, actually, no, no. My first gig in Aberdeen was actually in downstairs, and I can't remember the band it was. It, it was. I was in a band called Crooked Jack, but that then slowly became uh, what is now Frog Costume, um, which is just a, a bunch of my mates that yeah I used to be in a band with, but it just wasn't really for me, so I decided to leave eventually. Um, but yeah, so we we were kind of in between the crooked Jack and frog costume kind of stage, um, and I remember playing there because we did a cover of Feel Good by uh, uh, the Gorillas. So that was a lot of fun, and that was the only time at I it. I think it was just we just did like two songs, I think, and that was the first time I played in Aberdeen. Now that you ask, I do remember. Yes. And
0: what attracts you to the stage uh, musically, you know, as opposed to going down other creative pursuits, what brought you down this path?
1: It's the only thing I could kind of pretend that I can do. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not good at a lot of things. Um. So, yeah. I don't know. People seem to people seem to be fooled in thinking that I can I can sing and and play guitar. So yeah, I was just kind of stuck with that. And it's obviously you know it's good fun yeah. having people watching you on stage. What do your family think about you know the name
0: Bad Sex and what your band
1: do? <laughs> Waste of time. I think my dad secretly likes it. Um. My mum, I I don't know. I mean. She does like, you know, she she likes Fleetwood Mac, Tom Petty, that kind of thing. But the stuff we play, I think it's a bit too shouty, shouty, smashy, smashy for for her to enjoy. And of course, Bad Sex is the name she doesn't approve of either. But yeah, it's just the way it goes, I guess. How did she react when she first found out the name of the band? Well, I don't think she actually knew until, like, my parents insisted on coming to the Captain Tom's Battle of the Bands gig. And I, I did warn them. I was like, you know, you'll, I warned my mom anyway. I was like, you'll hate it like you you will have a horrible time like <laughs> there's no doubt about it and then she was like no we want to come and see you so i was like right okay and uh my dad's seen me play a few times so i knew he would probably be able to enjoy it but yeah my mum was just kind of in the corner cowering in fear as we were just you know thrashing our instruments and i said over oh, bad sex and the look in her face was pure disgust and disappointment which i'm used to by now so it's all right.
0: How was it for you the first time that you guys played a gig, getting people in the door? Was it difficult or was it just a lot of your friends and family you just forced in?
1: Well, the first gig we did as a band was in um, Drummond's on Bellman Street. And I think we just I think we just Facebook asked them on Facebook or something if there was any chance we'd play. And we got put through to this this uh, guy called Blair, who's a really nice guy, and he helps organize some of the gigs there. And he said, yeah, come down on Thursdays, anyone can come and play so it was more of like an open band night i guess open mic night but for bands is that just open mic i don't know i don't know what you would call it um but yeah he just let us come down and and, and play just to let people hear us and it was fairly busy and it was good it was our just our first gig obviously all the songs we played we don't play now so if anyone was there listening they'll have no clue who we are probably but it was good to finally play as a band because we'd just been It was getting a bit stale, you know, just kind of rehearsing, like, well, what are we actually practicing for if no one's going to bother, if we're not going to bother letting anyone hear this stuff, so. And you guys,
0: at the moment, seem to be doing a lot of support gigs. Is that just, you know, pay your dues before you start doing headlines?
1: Well, yeah, I guess so. And it's just, it's just an easier way to get gigs, you know. Um, Like, we're not really well known, even in Aberdeen, to be honest, so you know, you kind of have to do the support gigs to start off with. And we don't mind that, like, it's good fun as it is just playing on stage and that. And um, we are thinking about um setting up a gig with uh, a band called Red Larson from Edinburgh. i um, thinking about setting up some gigs with them in Aberdeen. I uh, think it like, you know, just like renting a venue and then getting some bands. And so I suppose yeah. we would have an excuse to headline that seeing as we would be paying for it. But yeah, I, I don't, we don't really know what's happening with that. Yeah, it's just an idea.
0: So, as we wrap up, let's talk about upcoming gigs. October 5th, you're in the Liquid Rooms Battle of the Bands down in Edinburgh, and that's it's a charity event for Social Bite.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's the one we talked about earlier. Um, eight bands, £7, free pizza. So, well, unless you count the £7 to the pizza, then it's not free. But, they, but they're putting it as free pizza, so there's pizza for anyone who likes pizza in Edinburgh. And then October 7th, you guys are in Exodus, and this gig is through Captain Toms. Uh, October 27th. Um, it's just like a Halloween-themed gig. I think they do it every year. Um, we're playing with Ray Brower and Thrashist Regime, mm-hmm. um, which should be a lot of fun. Uh, they're kind of, surprise, more thrashed than, than we are. So uh, if you like that kind of thing, then yeah, it'll be worth coming down, and then you can see us play too, again, in the support slot, which we love.
0: And finally, just to round us off, let's plug your social media. You've got Facebook.
1: Yeah, that's about it just now, to be honest. <laughs> uh, need to get kind of Twitter and maybe an Instagram or whatever. That's what everyone else is doing and it seems to work. So we just, I don't know, maybe we've been too lazy on that part to do it. But yeah, Facebook, you can give us a like. Um, if you just do the little at symbol, then bad sex UK is what you want to type in. Because if you just type in bad sex, you're going to find some horrible, horrible shit. So, just Bad Sex UK is the one to look for. And you'll see a guy in a cowboy hat with four other guys standing around him. And uh, yeah, that's bad sex for you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thank you very much, Tyler Booth, for joining me on the first episode. We're making history. Yeah, we are
1: indeed making history. Thanks a lot for having me. It's been a lot of fun.
0: And that is us for the first episode of the Granite Jam podcast. I'll be back in two weeks' time. If you want to keep up with what's going on, any guest announcements, everything going on in the world of the Granite Jam podcast, it's Granite Jam on Twitter, Granite Jam on Facebook, and the show goes out on soundclay.com slash granite jam thank you very much to my guest tyler booth and if you want to hear more about what his band is up to it's at bad sex uk on facebook and if you liked what you heard music wise in the intro ident that is my heart your thunder who you can find on SoundCloud and Bandcamp. thank you for listening to the granite jam podcast make sure to stay tuned and i can't wait to provide you with more of this sort of content